the volume. What's good is Alex Monaco. Make sure to check out all things on the Volume Sports YouTube channel and always join us on the best gambling show ever, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Be sure to follow all of our betting endeavors on FanDuel.com slash Volume. All right, welcome in to another episode of the best gambling show ever. NFL Week 5 Thursday. Alex Monaco chilling with Liv Moods. She's rocking the orange and blue. Looks phenomenal. I'm on the Broncos. It doesn't feel how, phenomenal. How's it doesn't how's feel the energy? Phenomenal. How's the October energy in the mile high air? Um <laughs> we're pretty we're pretty like flatlined right now, I think. I think we're just like here here's my thing about the Broncos right now. I am not I'm not giving up on them yet. I think a lot of their issues, and we've talked about this before, a lot of their issues are very fixable. Um, I really believe that they have a, they have arguably one of the strongest defenses in the league right now. Defense wins championships. So we can check that off. Defense looks great. Uh, obviously losing Javante Williams is a massive L for this Broncos team, especially considering our other running back Melvin Gordon is just having a hard time right now. I don't know what is up with him and his psyche and whatever, but he's, he's not himself. I saw a post game interview of him. They asked him, like, we know you've been putting in work to, you know, hold on to the ball. How does it feel when that's not really translating on the field? And he got up and he just walked away. Like, not in a disrespectful, rude way, but he's it's it's clearly getting to him. As much as it bothers fans, it's also bothering him. Let's not forget, Gordon is a great player. Um, he's just a little off right now, but I do have faith that he's going to bounce back. He's going to get it together because he doesn't really have a choice now. I think before it was like the – Williams, Gordon, you know, Hackett was relying on Gordon more, especially in the red zone, but I think the fans wanted Williams. Williams is out, so now it's Gordon. It, it doesn't matter how you feel about Gordon. He is our only option. So I do have faith in him. Hackett I don't think should be a head coach. I just don't. <laughs> uh, I do think Wilson uh, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I think Wilson, yes, is not in his prime, for sure no. But I, I think most of Wilson's problem is Hackett. I really do. I actually believe that. So I think if we can address the coaching situation, I know the Broncos brought somebody in to help with the, um, you know, kind of the offensive play calling and, and keeping track of the time so we don't get these delay of games. So hopefully they'll figure it out. All fixable issues. But, but you're staying off. You're staying off the game though. Yeah. These are the two most fraudulent teams in the NFL playing tonight, Monica. You're way too hard on your team. I, I don't yeah. think the Broncos are you. It's tough to be fraudulent when you have outside of San Francisco potentially the best defense in the entire NFL. That's great. Our offense is fraudulent. The, Super fraudulent. It's it's a hackett thing. But here's it is. I agree. Hundred percent. And I talked about I talked about this on the solo pod. I liked what I saw in your offense last week. And it was like a playing to your personality type game. They finally yeah. played a serviceable offense and, and they rose the occasion. They gave you 23 points. I know the 30th in the league, but guess who's 32nd? The Indianapolis Colts. Right. I mean, this is the worst offense in the NFL, but they don't have a cul-de-sac father of three at quarterback in Denver. All right. Matt Ryan literally looks like he should be fathering his kids and not this offense. And now we get no Jonathan Taylor tonight. Yeah. And they haven't yeah. even run the ball well. 
they're calling him the biggest fantasy football number one draft pick bust of all time. He only got over 100 yards in one month, one time this month. Matty Ice, five tugs, five picks, dead last in scoring, nine turnovers against a smothering D. I got to take the Broncos. I took, I gave out minus three. I don't love minus three okay. and a half, but if I had to take a side, I'm going to swallow three and a half. You know about the mile high air. It's a real home field advantage. It, no, it is. Absolutely. I mean, I've lived here my whole life and I still want to pass out after walking up the stairs. I get it. The altitude is a real thing. Okay. I'm here to tell you first and foremost, that is a real thing. I will say I do Broncos at three. I would be willing to take that. I would be willing to back that, um, you know, field goal game, worst case scenario, you get a push at three and a half. I would, you won't catch me betting favorites at three and a half very often. I mean, truly, I hate that number. Uh, that hook is just disgusting. Like, it's so nasty, that three and a half. So if you're just now betting this game and the line is three and a half, I would maybe take an alternate spread. I don't love that. Uh, but I'm also not willing to back the Colts right now. So it's like, I mean, this, I'm going to be honest, this is just an ugly matchup. It really is. Like, let's just it's an ugly game. Chase. It's an ugly. ugly. Game. Um, I do think seen a couple people on this the first half under I think both of these offenses if we do see a little more of that electricity from the Broncos offense that we saw in the last game I think it'll take a second to get there I think defenses will come out strong right off the bat so the first half under I think is a good bet you know I like the under on the game but it's moving down I mean it's at 42 that just seems I could see that just not being. I love the under. I love the under. I, I the do. Under, I, I do as well. I do as it's well. It's gone like under in nine straight Colts games and six of the last eight in Denver. I mean, that's. I mean, I know trends sometimes don't always continue, but hard not to love the under in this spot. It's really hard not to. I mean, it's yeah. it's going to be a chess match. I, I will say for people out there wanting to know how these quarterbacks do on Thursday night, Russ is nine and two on Thursday night. He likes and Matt, Thursdays. And Matt Ryan is one and four in his last five. Ooh. Ooh, yikes, Matt. Jeez. Russ, 21 tugs, five picks. Matty Ice, four tugs, seven picks. So Matt Ryan is not, I mean, I, I, I'm i at the point where I'm discussing with my colleagues. I, I feel like he's washed. I, he might be the worst quarterback in the NFL. I'm not kidding. Wow. I, he looks unwatchable. He looks uninspiring. I, you think this, he's done after this year? I mean, my gosh, I hope for his body <laughs> that he's done. I, there was He's been thrown around like a 6'5 ragdoll. It's hard to watch for a 5'10 and a half no, man over is. here. It's hard to you watch. You know what? This may, maybe this tonight is a breakthrough game for the Broncos. Maybe this is the yeah. game where they go, we have what we need. We just got to put the pieces together. Because I do believe that with this Broncos team. They well, have and Chad Leonard's out. So you have you have your defensive captain out and your best offensive player out for the Colts. It's almost so trappy that I'm like, why is it only three and a half? It's a little scary. Well, you have a prop though. Before we move on to to week yeah. five, what do you like for tonight, prop wise? Yeah, I like uh, Melvin Gordon over eleven and a half receiving yards in this spot. I I think without Williams, he's just gonna he's gonna take advantage of the fact that Williams is not there and. Again, this is a game where he does have a lot to prove. I mean, we are going on another week where he's coming off of a fumble that I don't want to say it cost them the game, but it kind of did. Uh, it was a big deal, and I think this is like the perfect opportunity for him to prove that he can handle it, and he is going to be our guy without Williams, and it's going to be great. He's hit this over twice this season, and the Colts right now are giving up 
44 and a half receiving yards per game to opposing running backs. Uh, that's like the seventh most right now in the league. So I just like this spot for him, a bounce back spot. I don't know how I feel about his rushing yards, but I do know I like over 11 and a half for his receiving yards. So that's I'm, like my one play for tonight. I'm sold. That is that is criminally low. I mean, Latavius I Murray is your other. He's not a he's not a pass catching back. This man's this man's running in London touchdowns for another color jersey on Sunday. Like what a week for Latavius and his family. But no, I think that's a great. Honestly, I might put a sizable amount on that. How does he Ooh. not get 12 receiving yards? That's what I'm saying. I think it's a really great spot for him. Again, first game without Williams, and also just coming off of a a tough game personally for himself. So I like, and and if you've listened to Wilson talk about Gordon, he's, they always ask him like, how are you feeling about this Gordon stuff? What's up with him? And Russ says every single time I trust him. Like he is my guy. I trust him and we're going to get this figured out. So I think he's going to call on him a lot tonight. Um, So yeah, I like it at 12. That's all we need. I feel like it's very doable. So real, real quick, I did throw out uh, Mo Ali Cox over twenty and a half. Uh, Matt, Matt's loved his tight ends over the years. He had a career high six receptions, two tugs, and eighty five last week. I just, I think that's a low number for a, an offense that is going to have to go to the pass this yeah. this evening early and often. And I mean, we don't even know who he has chemistry with on that offense. Pittman's not putting up the numbers he normally does. And I mean, some guy named Alec. We move on. Um, let's get into, let's get into week five though here. Uh, I'll I'll start us out. I I'm loving the Ravens live. I am loving the Baltimore Ravens. Here's, here's something that's unfathomable. Okay. Okay. They're two and two. They've only trailed 30 seconds total the entire season. They've been up the entire month of September and they're two and two minus 30 seconds. It, it's only happened three times. I always come up with these absurd stats. It's only happened three times since the 1920s. <laughs> Where the hell did you find that stat? Don't worry about it. I know a guy who knows a guy. All right. Here's something that's concerning about the Bengals. When they okay. score 25 points, 24 points or more, they're 15 and four. When they're below 24, and this is since Burrow's been on the team, they're 116 and one when they don't score 24. We know how AFC North battles go. They're, they're, Ugly, ugly game sometimes in the trenches, battles, lot of hard nose, old school, early 2000s football. I, I, we have a Ravens team sitting on an L. They got swept for the first time since 2015 against the Bengals last year. So they, they're looking for that rebuttal game. And this is a great buy low, sell high spot here for the Bengals who come off a win that they should have had. And the Ravens were up 20 to nothing on arguably the best team in football and blew it. I, I see no reasons in prime time why the Ravens don't win this game. You fading or following? Oh, Jesus, Monaco. This is one. I, I was on the I, – I liked the Bengals. I liked it. I was like, yep, yep, yep. The, you know, the Bengals are heating up, which is a dangerous spot for this Ravens team to be in considering they are struggling to close out games. They have the worst pass defense right now. I would be terrified – to have the worst pass defense and face a QB like Joe Burrow that is heating up and finding his groove. So I had persuaded myself all the way. Bengals all the way. Loved it. Wow. All right. But, but I 100% talked myself out of it. I did. I was like, Mm-mm, I don't like it. It's not sitting well. It doesn't feel good. So I can back, I, I can follow Ravens minus three. To me, it is 
more of a prop game just for my brain because I really could make a case for both of these teams. Divisional matchups, you just they they're they're tough. They're tough. And you know I love backing a divisional underdog, but I think right now this Ravens team, this I don't want to call this a must win, but like yeah. It's kind of a like, must Ra- win. It, it really is. Like I I'm not they have been playing well. Lamar Jackson has been playing well, but well isn't good enough. Like to blow leads the way that they've been blowing leads, like this is a must-win spot for the Ravens. You got to get an you got to get a W here. Like enough enough funny business. So So you're following. I, I'm going to follow. I'll I'm leaning up because the volume sports logo team volume sports. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'll follow you. I'll follow you. Okay. I have a dog. Um, I actually have two dogs this week, but my first dog is Dallas plus five and a half. Now this line to me, it's tricky because it does feel a little trappy. It really, really does. But I, I have to back the team that simply looks better on all fronts right now. Uh, this Dallas team has a top six pass defense right now. And facing a guy like Stafford, who's already six interceptions in to the season, how do you not back this Dallas defense? So I love this Dallas defense to put some pressure on Stafford. We know what pressure does to Stafford. He turns over the ball. We saw it on Monday night. Um, short week for this Rams team. So I'm I'm just loving Dallas in this spot. I also love the fact that right now in this moment, Cooper, Cooper Rush is winning games. He is. Um, there is a chance we see Dak out there. If nah. we do, you think? if we do, I do. I do think there's a chance that we see Dak play in this game. If we do, that line is going to move. So grabbing it right now at five and a half, I love it. Um, I, I just, I cannot back the Rams right now. They don't look good. Um, offensively, they're struggling. I think this Dallas team has a strong enough defense to further the struggle of this Rams offense. So I got to back Dallas here to cover. Dallas plus five and a half. I love it. I'm with you. Um, I, I woke up, I was like, what dog am I taking? Um, I'm, I'm all in on this. I think we might be walking in the lion's den. I'm For a little sure. nervous about it, but sure. I did a good amount of research. I just found out and I call, I called a Cowboys fan. I called a Rams fan. I talked it out. The Rams are potentially without four of their five starting offense alignment and a third string center. I mean, with a top two sack team versus a team giving up the second most sacks. Do we need to even talk Cooper Rush? Can we just stay in the trenches uh, and right. say that on both sides? Yeah. I Agreed. mean, I, this is this is five different offensive linemen in five games for Stafford. He's got four tugs, six picks. They can't run the football. I, I mean, I know it's 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 again a Cowboys team that is eight and oh in their last eight in division and seven and seven outside. So that's where I do feel like we're walking into it. But this isn't a home field event. This is a Jerry's World SoFi environment that could be 55-45 blue to yellow jerseys in the crowd here. This is going to be a Cowboys home game in Los Angeles. I'm with you. I'm following. Yay. Love it. All right. Another minus three, but I'll save that. I'll go dog second here. I, I am sick about this one Liv. you're gonna have to talk me through this i need to take a dog i like the cowboys i do have another dog for the for the pod tomorrow i'll save that i'm gonna go cardinals plus six and a half here i am excuse me five and a half five and a half i am disgusted with it it is an awful awful pick the cardinals look terrible i took the panthers last week they burned me the cardinals i don't have many 
positive things to say about him outside of if this is a team that plays better with no script versus a script, I would buy it. I would believe you that this, the, the, the recess football that Kyler is doing. And I've heard the herd talk about it on the show. When Kyler runs for double digits, they're like a astronomically, I think they have one loss in their last 12 or something. When he doesn't, they're well below 500. This is what I looked at that I think could be a backdoor cover. So, First, I will say that the Eagles can't win in Arizona. For whatever reason, we got to go back. Were you... I 2001, I don't know where you were in the world. That's the last time the Eagles have I won on... I was three years old. Yeah, okay, three. Three. Rug, <laughs> if even, I don't know if Rugrats was a thing then in 01. I was. We're watching Tommy Pickles in 01. That's the last time Brian Westbrook had to run a kick return back. That's the last time they won there. They've lost four straight. Jalen Hurts has played there and lost. It's two years ago, but Kyler balled against him. This is what I saw. The Arizona Cardinals are the number one team in fourth quarter point differential, and the Eagles are 27th. Oof. So the, the Cardinals are plus 36 in the fourth quarter. The Eagles are minus 20. That, to me, as ugly as this is, I take that into account. And I say, all right, the Eagles could be a look-ahead spot. Cowboys next week, you've talked about it. I got to take the points here. Disgusting decision. Peanuts on, the, peanuts on the play as far as money. You fading or following? Follow. Love it. What? Love it. Here's why. I mean, look at this to me is exactly, it's reading exactly like that Chiefs-Colts game where you're looking at this line going, okay, the only undefeated team left is only a five and a half point favorite against the Cardinals who just got a W to the Panthers. Like whoop de doo The problem though is Liv, I looked at it and the public is not overwhelmingly on the Eagles, which scares me. Like why, why is the whole world not on the Eagles? I think we're starting to figure it out. We're starting to get, no, smarter. we're not, we're not, yeah, we're not we figuring are. it out. We are. We're getting smarter people. That's because they're tuning into the best gambling show ever. So they're getting smarter. We're betting better. No, I, I do like it. I think that this is going to be a closer game than many people expect. Uh, I think that we're seeing a little bit of momentum building with this Cardinals team. And, yeah, I like it. I'll, I'll follow you. I will. It's a, li it's a live esque pick. It is. Totally. Oh, it's so up my alley. It's not even funny. It's actually – see, that's, that's awful. The fact that your most disgusting pick is up my alley – I'm oh. Chalky Chalkerson over here. We know this. Sean knows it. Hey, we still win. We still right. win. As Favorite as cover, winning. baby. Okay, so I've got another dog. I'll keep this short and sweet. You are probably not going to like this one at all. But Bears plus seven oh. against the Vikings. I know. Um, I'm trying to catch the Vikings here with their guard down. They are coming off of that London game. Let's talk jet lag. It's a real thing. They may show a little bit of exhaustion here. This Bears team has the fourth best pass defense and up against a guy like Kirk Cousins. I love that. I don't trust Kirk Cousins with a dime. Um, so I like the defense to slow down the Vikings offense enough to cover that seven point spread. Let's not forget in the world of betting, seven points is a lot. It is. Um, so I'm liking this spot for the Bears to at least use that defense to cover um, Kirk and company coming off of a London game. Lots of traveling, maybe some jet lag. They may not be full power. So Bears plus seven, fade or follow. 
it's you do you do dress up a good storyline. It's a dis, I can't. Why'd you have to? Pick it's so the gross. Game? I know. It's Disgusting. Gross. I, I mean, our producer, our producer is a Bears fan. Shout out, shout out the homie Matt. It is. I don't think they have a hundred hundred passing yards average a game. I don't think they're throwing for a hundred yards a game. This with. is defense. We're we're looking at defense. Offense, I can't even think about it. Defense, I gotta I gotta go with it. I am. I can't believe I have to make a pick here. I'll, I'll I'll just do a good vibes follow because this is so gross. This is a good vibes follow. This is, is supporting okay. my co-host. I, I'm here for you if the Vikings roll them 41-7. Right. We're in this together. Perfect. That's all I need. I'm I'm curious your last my last one and what your thoughts are. I'm taking the Finns minus three. It's been at three and a half on some books. It's on ours right now at minus three. I would jump on it. I this team to me again. I think the books. This line would normally be. I mean, I feel like this line should be four and a half, five combo of two and I'm playing. Jets off a win. Miami off a loss. Again, another buy low, sell high. The the Jets. Another absurd stat. They got 70 points in four games. 40 of them are in the last two minutes of either half. No team has more than 30. That's just ridiculous blind luck that will never continue. I'm sorry. Zach Wilson's got the lowest completion percentage in the league after 400 plus attempts of all 30 quarterbacks. Teddy covers. Oh, I call them Teddy covers. Number two in the league in completion percentage. So I say all that to say, very game-managing play calling from McDaniel. They don't run the ball well. I don't expect him to try to run the ball. But Mostert's been a little bit of a breath of fresh air because Edmonds has done nothing. I think this game comes down to who's going to take care of the ball better. And in crunch time or under duress, can the Dolphins do what they've done most of the year? And then can they stop what the Jets have done most of the year? And I, I, I will take my chances on a team that's taken eight of their last nine against this squad, I'll take the Dolphins. Number one, by the way, in first down yardage, almost seven yards of play. I just, we get 10 days off too. 10 days of prep for the Jets. They're off an emotional win in Pittsburgh. They can't even believe they went into Pittsburgh and won. I'm not running into anything trap Betty. I don't see it. I'll take the Fins up. Minus three. You fading or following? Yeah, I got to follow. I mean, this to me is like a, there's just no there's no world where I think that this Dolphins team is not going to cover that three-point spread. I will say I hate how much the public loves this bet because sure. um, they really do. And that's obviously one thing that will just make, turn me away from something. But I, there's nothing in this Jets team right now that would make me want to back them to cover a spread as small as three. Uh, if it were four and a half or five, maybe. But sure. three, no thanks. So, yeah, I'm going to follow. I'm going to follow you. Let's go. Okay. Last bet for me is also a favorite, and you know me, Monaco. So this one might take you by surprise a little bit. I don't like backing favorites when the number is big. I really don't. It's not my thing. It's not my cup of tea. Normally in this spot, I would be all over the dog, all over it. However, this week I am not. I am really liking Tampa Bay to cover a nine-point spread, and I know it sounds insane, especially considering I love dogs. And I'm not backing the dog that is currently undefeated against the spread. It's nuts. They're coming off of two wins, um, two tough wins, you know, that they had to fight for. They're on fire right now. But I would rather back a team that is coming off of two straight losses and needs a win 
and has Tom Brady slinging the rock than two team than than a team that's got two back to back wins, undefeated against the spread, lots of pressure. Everyone expects them to do it again. I gotta back Brady here. Um for, for many, many reasons. They're getting back to full health offensively, which I think will help them immensely. Um, no Patterson for the Falcons. That's a huge loss for their, for their offense. Um, and finally, a stat that I really love. Brady is 8-2 and two against the spread off of more than one back-to-back loss. So multiple wow. losses, he is 8-2 and two against the spread coming off of more than one L back-to-back. So I, I I just love this spot for the Bucks for Brady. We know that there's all this chatter and news and media around Brady right now and his marriage that seems like it's ending. They're hiring divorce lawyers. I think he's just in a spot where him and the Bucks have a lot to prove. They're coming off of L's. The Falcons are kind of, you know, they're up here, and I think eventually we're going to see that sugar crash from that sugar high, and I think that'll be this week. So I have to back the Bucks here to cover. I love it. I'm following. I think it's you, you brought that great number. It, it has to be a letdown spot. What, the, the Falcons are not going to go five and zero against the spread. This team was what they're over under. Wasn't it five and a half wins? Yeah. Yes. And the also, public really likes the Falcons in this spot, so that makes me like the Bucks even more. Yeah, I'm just fascinated that here we are a month in, and it's not the Saints or the Panthers, it's the Falcons that are going to potentially poke the the Bucks in the ribs here throughout this run in the South. It's so for that reason, it's an important game. I, I think very. last week, very hard to put in a, a box and forget about it, but the 41 piece against the, the Chiefs, uh, that won't happen again. I, I think Cordero, he's their most important piece on offense, in my opinion, a hybrid, hybrid player, very valuable. I love it. I think this is a, a, a great spot. It's a big number, but I mean, they could blow the doors off this game. I mean, they could win this Agreed. game by, by 24 points. Agreed. I'm Yay. with you. Positive continuity here on the show. Yes, I love that. It's the best gambling show ever presented by FanDuel. Football basketball season is here, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, easy to use. FanDuel always has exclusive offers. When you win, you'll get paid fast, and there's tons of ways to play. You got the spread, the money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can combine multiple bets from the same game in a same game parlay and try out the same game parlay plus. So use promo code Monaco and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football and basketball season. The volume. 